respond. Let me think about it. My first internal emotional response was, this will never work. We lived in a small three-bedroom, two-bathroom house at the time. We had two small children. All the bedrooms were occupied, and we were already running into each other in the bathrooms. How could we bring in an outsider, especially an adult? Second, I wondered, how would this affect our family? An outsider gazing at us and analyzing what we are doing and how we relate to each other. Wouldn't we start playing to the camera? Wouldn't we become unreal? I had been on enough anthropology field trips to know that the presence of the anthropologist who moves into the tribal village to study the culture does, in fact, affect the culture, although you don't read much about this in the anthropologist's reports. Initially, his presence is the news of the decade or the event of a lifetime. This person has come into the village, making strange sounds and motions. He obviously is not one of us. Why is he here? Should we eat him and thank the gods for bringing us an easy meal? Or should we pamper him and see if he knows about some new hunting grounds where game is plentiful? Now, here is a young man asking to move into my village and observe. Well, at least he spoke my language, and he communicated his purpose. I certainly had an advantage over the villagers who sometimes take months to figure out why this strange person who asks such foolish questions and makes odd markings on white mats has come to live in their village. Do we have something worth sharing? Being a part of a loving family, I discussed this strange request with my wife and two children. Wouldn't you know it, they liked the idea. Shelley and Derek thought it would be great to have an older brother, and Carolyn, who was always into the not-so-usual kind of things, thought it would be a good experiment. Maybe it would help this young man the rest of his life, and maybe a little sharing of our family would be good for us. Haven't we always taught the children it is more blessed to give than to receive? I've never liked the way she takes the lofty principles we teach the children and applies them to my life. What about a bedroom? I asked. We will build a wall in the basement and make a room and closet. It's just open, wasted space, no problem. The children suggested that he could share their bathroom. Easy for them to say, they used our bathroom half the time already. I could see it now, all four of us using one bathroom while the outsider used the other. Why am I so inclined to believe the worst? I asked myself, do we have something worth sharing? I remembered the words of family expert Edith Schaefer. If a family is to be really shared, then there needs to be something to share. In other words, before you can bring another person into your family, you must first of all be a functioning family. I could honestly say that I believe that we had a pretty healthy family. We weren't perfect. We had been through many struggles, especially when Carolyn and I were first married, before the children came. But we learned much through these struggles, and we're now enjoying the fruit of hard work. Yes, we had something to pass on. Embraced by your family. So we did. We built the wall across one end of the basement, creating a bedroom, installed draw doors on one end of the room, creating a closet, cut a hole in the metal ductwork and inserted a heat air vent, moved in a used bed and nightstand from my mother's attic, then John moved in. We all agreed that John would be part of our family for the next year, and we would try to be as normal as possible. John saw it all, heard it all, was a part of it all. Years later, he wrote, 
Looking back on that experience, I have many pleasant memories. I remember walking past Shelley early in the morning as she practiced the piano. I remember washing the dishes and realizing for the first time how slow and deliberate I was. The humor of whenever Carolyn would want them done fast, she would do it and get it done in five minutes to my twenty minutes, since I was such a perfectionist. I remember the warm images of being at the dinner table and just being embraced by the family in a very appropriate and loving way. I remember the joy of Fridays when eating dinner. College students would come over for discussions. These were great evenings. The lingering memories are of being in your home and being part of that comfortable, healthy, positive environment. Virtually every other time in my life before that was dysfunctional. After that, I grew increasingly into what I think is a fairly responsible, healthy person. What we sought to pass on to John by this...